Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. What's up, food bloggers? Hey, welcome to eBlog Talk. This podcast is for you, food bloggers wanting value, information, and clarity that will help you find greater success in your business. Today, Bethany Smith and I are here together. Well, not physically together, but she's here. Say hi, Bethany. Hi. <laughs> and we are going to have a chat about the new Eat Blog Talk community platform that is launching August 11th, Tuesday, August 11th. We are going to give you the scoop about the platform, what you can expect to find inside, and also how our individual stories have shaped why we decided to create this community and why we both feel a passion for it. If you are a regular listener of eBlog Talk, you've probably heard Bethany on here before. She is a user experience design expert over at foodblogusability.com. And she's awesome. She has tons of great knowledge that she's shared with us. And to just kind of give you some background, Bethany has been the community manager over at the Eat Blog Talk forum for a while. And a few months into taking on that role, she started nudging me to create a membership site that could provide community and connection for food bloggers because there is such a huge need for food bloggers to feel connected within a community because as I have discovered in my own journey, without connections, it is really hard or impossible to get anywhere. So for the past few months, we have been working really hard to create a space for food bloggers that is going to fulfill that connection piece of the puzzle and that will also just be packed with value and other awesomeness. So our main focus is this, helping you to go from feeling lonely and overwhelmed, which are two not good things to feel, but things that we, a lot of food bloggers do often feel, to being connected and confident. So like I mentioned, Bethany's here with me and let's just start talking through some of the awesomeness. So we'll start by talking through our pillar features that food bloggers will find inside the community. Um, But before we get to that, stick with us until the end of this episode because you will get to hear from each of us individually why us, why we are doing this, and why this is a community that we feel so passionately about and how our stories might relate to your story. So with all that said, Bethany, do you want to start by talking food bloggers through the pillar features that they can find once they uh, become members of the community platform? Yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, first, I'd like to say, yeah, like like you said, um, I kind of prompted you into doing some of this, but I was just looking at it and you know, a lot of my business, what I do is actually also do coaching and training for food bloggers. And I think we both kind of started looking at it, like, how can we actually provide this community? How can we provide this value and this information? And what do food bloggers really want? And this ended up being the best way we could think of to actually do that. Um, so we're really trying to focus on the community aspects because we know there's a lot of great information out there. Um, but there is not an easy place to find community. So um, 
the things that we've really built and focused on as the pillar features are focused around that. Um, so one of the things that Megan, this was mainly your idea. You're like, I love challenges. So we're going to have challenges. Uh, the goal is to have two new ones a month. Most of them will be about seven days. Um, so it will be things like going into social media and doing a specific thing, um, maybe a self-care challenge for seven days. Megan has all these great ideas for them. Um, <laughs> so that's something that once you're in there, we'll have a way that you can uh, chat uh, we have like a discussion feature and you can go in there, you can talk with other people about the challenges, ask questions and go through those. Um, one of the other things we have, which I think is so critical and amazing to be able to offer is our mastermind groups. So in these, you'll be partnered with four or five other food bloggers. Or if you um, are someone like me who works with food bloggers, we have groups for you too. This is also a great platform for you to join. Um, so you'll be partnered with them. Uh, we'll have, so coming up, we have a fall session. Uh, so you need to sign up for this by the end of August to get put in a group for the fall session. It'll be about eight weeks and we'll prompt you with questions and ideas, but really your group can make it what you want it to be. And so you'll just have a place where you can bounce ideas and ask questions off your peers, which will be amazing. Um, we also are going to have exclusive mini podcast episodes, which are so fun. I was just listening to several of them yesterday that Megan's already done. So several of the guests on the main Eat Blog Talk podcast episode have agreed to do little mini ones, about five or six minutes, where we're just asking them questions about themselves and about entrepreneurship. A lot of great information in there. Um, we're also going to be doing AMAs, which is Ask Me Anythings uh, with experts. We have one with Madison of Grace and Vine Studio coming up here. I think it's uh, August 18th. Uh, so that will be right after we launch on the 11th, about a week afterwards. And our goal with these is for it to be a little bit more casual, for you to be able to interact with our guests and just ask the questions you have. So it should be very interactive and very community building with that. Um, and then, our other main feature that we are doing is uh, resources directory, service providers and resources directory. So this will have a list of everybody who we know about, who our guests at, on the podcast here have recommended uh, that do you know help with websites, help with graphic design, VAs, any of that. Also resources for um, trainings, coaches, anything like that. And if you um, are part of our community, you will be able to put yourself on there. So again, if you're someone like me who works with food bloggers, um, I'd be able to sub submit myself. Or if you're somebody, I know a lot of food bloggers have courses that they've done, you'll be able to put your course on there. And so it'll be one place where everybody can go and find this information, um, which will be really valuable because I know a lot of the questions are like, where do I find a VA? Where do I find this person? And there's no central place to look. And this will be creating that central place. Um, so I think those are the pillar features. Did I get them all, Megan? I think so. Yeah, that's, I'm, as you were talking through, I just got so excited. I'm super just excited to launch this and get this out to people because all of those things that you talked about are such important, vital things for our businesses. 
So I am just like ridiculously excited about this community. I know, like we're so in the details, you and me, like when I actually take a step back and start looking at it, I'm like, wow, this is so cool. (laughs) Like, I mean, I guess we're biased, but it's really awesome, you know? I know. I'll go through my mini story in just a little bit, but I talk about how I went through so, so many years of just being kind of in the dark as a food blogger and not having access to anything like this. And I wish that I had had this many years ago. My business would be in such a different place right now. And it's kind of hard to look back and think that, but I just hope that we can do that for other people that are maybe eight years in or one year in or just starting or thinking about starting so that they can start in the right way with the right tools and the right people and the community. Like you mentioned, that's a main focus for us is just providing that community. So it's a really, it's going to be an amazing community and I'm so excited. So we will be launching on Tuesday, August 11th at 10 30 a.m central standard time i think is our official launch time which is 8 30 pacific where i am yes and 11 30 eastern so be ready for that Um, if you want to be included in the launch communications and emails we do have an email series that we're going to be sending out to people who sign up for that so be sure to do that because you will get all the details about a special launch package that we are putting together. So um, first of all, sign up for that email list. You can find that at eatblogtalk.com forward slash launch. And then once you're in there, you'll get all the information that you need, but kind of in a nutshell. So we're launching the 11th and the launch period will go through Sunday the 16th. So it's a couple of days. So if you sign up for the community during that period, you will also receive, in addition to all the amazing stuff you'll find inside the community, you're also going to get a launch package. And that includes bonuses and discounts and all sorts of good things that you don't want to miss out on. So did I mention everything Bethany, or did I miss anything with that? So I think one of the really exciting things is that if you sign up to be on the launch email list right away before we launch, uh, you could be entered to win a free mini audit with me. Um, Or you could be entered, well, I guess everyone's entered to win one or the other, um, a free year-long subscription to our community platform. So I think those are two good reasons to go over right away and get on that list. And like Megan said, um, we'll also be offering a launch package with, that will have a lot of great extra bonuses and some free stuff if you um, actually join our community platform within about the first five days, I think, uh, after we launch. So that's all really exciting. Get in there right away. Also, I know you want to be in those masterminds, so you need to sign up by the end of August to get in into one for this fall session. Yes. And Bethany's user experience mini audits are in hot demand. So you want to be on the list to possibly win that because that is a kind of a big deal. So that was like one of our giveaways that was just a really hot item. So I know you guys want that. And one year membership, I mean, come on, you can't beat that. So definitely get on that launch list. And then I think we covered everything with launch. So now we have just a little bit of time. I'd love if each of us, so me and Bethany, could talk you through our stories about um, how we 
use connection to get into uh, our businesses in a new way and how we went without community. And then once we found community, how it kind of changed things for us. So Bethany, I think if it's okay, I'll start with my story and then I will let you go through yours. But we have very different stories. So I'm a food blogger and Bethany helps food bloggers. We can cover all the bases here and just show you how community really helps. So for the first eight years or so that I was a food blogger, I got most of my traffic from Pinterest. I would say probably 80%. And the other percentage that I got was you know, from random places. Like The stuff that I got from Google was kind of by accident because I never, not one time during that period, focused on Google or SEO or anything. And I was kind of happy with that. I mean, I did pretty well with Pinterest, so I didn't think there was anything wrong. And I believed for so long that I could just go on like that forever and I wouldn't need to connect with people. I didn't need other food bloggers in my life. Not that I was like trying to not have them in my life, but I just believed that I was fine. So in a split second, literally, I lost 80% of my traffic after a Pinterest update. And at the time, I didn't know that's what had happened. But I still remember where I was sitting in my house. I remember what I was wearing when I realized that something bad had happened because my traffic went from being really robust, really good to non-existent. I was devastated. I mean, I was like in tears, like what happened? How did this happen? Because I realized that I had spent eight years placing like two little eggs in one teeny tiny little basket and that I needed to make changes. I realized that I had done things all wrong And then I needed to evaluate what was going on and kind of restart. So after that traffic loss, I was so confused. I had worked so hard for those eight years. And during all of that time, I was always working. That is the killer thing for me even now to kind of process because I was always busy. I worked nights. I worked weekends. When my husband and I were hanging out after the boys were in bed, I would literally be sitting there beside him every single night with my computer working. But when I evaluated that for a bit, like once I realized that I had lost all that traffic, I realized that I had been working on all the wrong things. So this was a really hard one for me to swallow because of all of the time and energy I had put into it. And I hadn't made a single connection with anyone inside the food blogging community. So I knew I had to get myself to somewhere where food bloggers were. And I knew that there were Uh, a wide array of um, food blogging conferences and conferences just for entrepreneurs. So I picked out one conference that I had heard kind of some buzz about and I attended it and it was so amazing. And I started connecting with other food bloggers. And honestly, looking back, it was such a big turning point for me and my business. I mean, it was probably like the most important turning point because at the conference, I was watching these people just bouncing ideas and strategies and all kinds of value around. And there was so much information. It was super overwhelming, but I really quickly learned and realized how much I had been missing out on. There was so much more in the food blogging world than Pinterest and those handful of recipes that Pinterest was kind of elevating for me. And honestly, like... I felt like the biggest idiot when I came home from that conference because I was like, oh my gosh, eight years. I thought I was doing great. This was going to fly forever. 
But I knew I had to turn that into something good because I I couldn't just stop what I was doing. I loved food blogging. So I quickly turned that feeling of just being like the biggest loser (laughs) into a determination to just dig in a whole new way. So after that, I was just suddenly hit in the face with all of these things relating to food blogging. You know what I'm talking about? Like the the user experience and SEO and what Google is wanting and the fact that we should all be diversifying and focusing on multiple things and not just one platform. Also email marketing, Instagram, you guys, I had never even like looked at my Instagram account before that time, which is like dumb. (laughs) But I just for some reason thought like, I don't need Instagram. So at that point, I, you know, like actually made a profile and started putting things up consistently. Also video. And I mean, there's so many things, as you know. So I started investing my time and my energy into all of these things. And I was so late to the game, but I did get started. And more importantly than all of the things I mentioned, the SEO, et cetera, I started investing my time and energy into the people and the food bloggers and the experts and the, you know, the smart people in our world. And I started focusing on making connections. The connections I made at that conference. And then also I started this podcast about, I think it was like um, almost a year after I went to that conference. So the connections I made then, and then also once I started talking to guests and like really digging in on this podcast on eBlog Talk, um, just gave me this new clarity about what had been missing from my business for so long. And then suddenly I just had this new confidence to move forward in a new way and also know exactly what I needed to do, like what I needed to focus on. So food bloggers, if you are feeling lonely, if you're feeling isolated, if you are overwhelmed, if you are disconnected or feeling like I was where you don't need to make connections or maybe you're feeling all of that, I 100% feel you. I have been there. I was there for way, way too long. You are definitely not alone. And this job, I have to say, is not meant to be navigated on your own. We need each other and it's such a great community. We lift each other up. It's doesn't like once you get into it, you realize it's not about the competition. It's about supporting each other and it's about the community. So this uh, condensed version of my food blogging journey that I shared with you is the reason that I am so passionate about providing a place for food bloggers to convene and to connect and to also feel confident enough to know what they need to tackle, what you need to tackle next, and what is going to move your business forward in a new, hugely, awesomely successful way, because it is so possible. I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, I see it all the time where people ignore the community like I did, and then they dig in, and then success is like right around the corner. So, okay, that was my story. And I know Bethany has a much different um, viewpoint as, you know, not coming to the game from a food blogging perspective, but we would still love to hear how community played a role for you, Bethany. I also think community is super important. And 
I loved what you were talking about um, just right at the end about building each other up. And I think that's the goal we both have for this platform is to make it a very positive space and a place where we can just lift the whole community up, right? Like we just all can be better together, you know, like we all learn together. Um, and I also wanted to mention, which isn't really part of my story, but part of the story about how we develop this community platform is that um, I don't think either one of us on our own like would have necessarily come up with this idea or been able to make it all happen. So just having both of us working on it has just made it so much better. And, you know, we're, <laughs> you know, we're just like, we need each other and we're asking each other questions all the time. And it's just so important, I think, to have a few people, one person, a few people you can bounce ideas off and just amazing things happen. Um, and that's what what this platform is for and especially the masterminds that we have in there. I started my freelancing business designing websites a little over a year before my first son was born and I kind of knew oh, I'm gonna get pregnant I'm gonna have some babies you know um, so I was doing it part-time um, I had my second son less than two years after my first um, so I was getting some clients in that time but I was pretty focused on my little kids uh, but when my youngest son was about one, I knew that I needed or I wanted to really start focusing on my business a bit more and, you know, figure out a way to transition it more from part time and these clients I was getting so that, you know, when they get further into preschool and elementary school, I'd be able to, um, you know, really jump in full time with it. Um, of course, I didn't know all this lockdown stuff and coronavirus virus would happen. <laughs> but um, so I was getting some clients and the, the uh, niche that I was working with uh, was really nonprofits. That's what I decided and hoped for, but I was also doing projects for anyone who was referred to me. So I was actually working outside of that niche quite often. Um, but the one thing most of the people had in common is that they didn't really want a website which sounds weird because they were hiring me <laughs> to make them a website, but they didn't really want it. Um, so a lot of these people were people that knew they needed one for one reason or another. Somebody had convinced them of it or they just, it was some check, something on a checklist they, they wanted off of it, you know? And I saw myself as being like the person that can jump in and help them and really explain it well to them. And, um, just show them how amazing and needed websites are and if I get this one up for you like your world will change you know that type of thing uh, but that rarely happened you know uh, what did happen is these clients were really hard to work with uh, they didn't understand anything about websites but more importantly they didn't want to learn they didn't want to pay me realistically for my time it was just not a great setup um, so I kind of knew that in the back of my mind but I still was like, this is what I want to do. I can make it work somehow, you know? And some people have been successful working in that niche and with um, clients like that. Um, but I had joined a few different uh, freelancing groups on Facebook and elsewhere and got plugged in with uh, some different coaching things um, for just, you know, entrepreneurs and freelancers, um, that type of thing. And so I started hearing more people talking about um, getting paid what you're worth and finding a niche that could actually support you and your business. Uh, and the more I heard people talk about that, the more I was kind of 
like, okay, this is sort of the problem <laughs> that I have with what I'm doing now is that I'm not finding the clients that really want my service and will like are willing to work well with me and are willing to pay me what I'm worth. And I know that's something that happens to food bloggers a lot when you work with sponsors and things. It's a very similar thing. You know, they want this magnificent thing, but they're not willing to pay for it. And it's like, well, my time is valuable too. Um, so is a lot of that going on. Um, but so <laughs> this one coach was actually saying nonprofits are the worst. I know a lot of people in here want to work with them. Like you want to feel like you're helping them. You want, you know, the nonprofits are doing great things, but they're like, they're not supporting you properly. Like you can't make a business out of that. Um, which just really hit me hard because I'm like, no, I can, but I kind of knew I couldn't because it hadn't been working very well. I mean, there's only a certain price point. Most, places are willing to go up to um, because they don't see the value in it. Um, So I was kind of looking at this where I either needed to really like like scale up kind of the type of clients I was to like larger businesses or just find sort of a different niche to to work with. Um, So I'm processing all of this and then I see on Facebook somebody uh, was posting that a food blogger needed help with their website. Um, just do, I don't, I, th- I think it was for Pinterest maybe. I don't remember what it was at first, but I was like, oh yeah, I can totally do that. And so I got connected with them and then I just got further and further into the food blogging community. Um, and so I thankfully already had it in the back of my mind that I needed to like find a specific niche that could support me. And I was like, I feel like food blogging is the place I need to be. And I just love this community and I feel like it's been so supportive and um, it's just, I just feel like it's a great match because your whole business is on, you know, digital websites and social media and all that. And I'm like, that's what I do. I'm here to help you, (laughs) you know? And so you guys want it and you guys just eat up all this information and it's, I think it's just a great pairing. Um, and I'm just so thankful that I had been in those communities that really encouraged me, um, to stand up for myself and to kind of think this through and find a different niche. And even within food blogging, I've really transitioned to doing more of the like training and coaching and information stuff rather than uh, developing websites specifically. Um, and I would like, you know, without being in the community, without hearing people talking about this stuff, without people encouraging me that like it can be done, you can find these things. I'm sure I would still just be going from random client to random client, like <laughs> just frustrated with the whole process, you know? So uh, yeah, I just think it's it's great to have a community, to listen to people. It's hard sometimes, but the more you hear it over and over, you know, people saying, whatever it is for you, you know, find a different niche, like stand up for your prices. If you're working with sponsors, like, or who, you know, like there's just so much and it's so hard when it's just yourself because it's like, you don't want to argue over price when you feel like it's just you. But when you feel like you have a community behind you saying, no, no, you need to be valued. It's so much easier to do. And there's such opportunity to learn from people who have gone before us. There's such an array of experience levels and 
people within the community. I mean, there's so many food bloggers. So we have such an opportunity to learn from people who have experienced so many different things that we have yet to experience. I mean, I remember first learning about like branding from some fellow food bloggers, not branding, I'm sorry, working with brands. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's, it's like a whole other world. And I never would have learned that without the community aspect. The world is our oyster when it comes to learning from people because there are so many. So I think for, you said it's great to be part of a community, but I think it's necessary. If you are going to strive for like success as a food blogger, which I think a lot of us want, you have got to be a part of a community. I think it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. And some of the things change so quickly, you know, like what we're doing on social media, especially can totally change. And I think the only way to keep up with that is to be in community like this, because you know, like, like with Pinterest, you know, it just changed overnight for you. And if you were in a community like this, you'd just go on there and post like, hey, guys, my traffic is gone. <laughs> yeah. Is dropped. Like, like what's going on? And everybody else would be like, me too. And then, you know, you'd figure it out together instead of just like. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't have felt as alone yeah. either. I wouldn't have felt like this happened to me. Like I, I truly felt for so long, like, like you did someone did this to me and it was like so personal where it probably wasn't it was probably I mean maybe it was something that people saw coming or maybe not but you know once it happened maybe others were commiserating together and able to lean on each other and I didn't have that because I had nobody so I was like in tears for a week like what am I gonna do this is you know how could this happen and it it doesn't have to be like that well thanks for sharing your story Bethany I love hearing that just coming from a um, like a non-food blogging perspective coming into the community, helping food bloggers, but how you saw that community was so necessary too. So thank you for sharing that. And then just to wrap up, is there anything that we have missed? I mean, we've kind of covered it all, but just, yeah, last words. I guess what I'd say too is like we, we already have uh, the forum and that will remain the forum. It will remain free. And then this podcast we have, um, the blog talk will remain the same and free. So we're not really changing anything we already have. We're just additionally adding this community platform on, on it so we can provide just a lot more community, a lot more information to you. Yes, we're still providing all the same free awesomeness which is like been such a uh, strong thing on my heart to like give back to the community and not expect anything in return so yeah I'm glad you mentioned that that those things will not change but definitely come over and again if you go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash launch you can be a part of that launch package and all the information leading up to August 11th when we actually officially launch and you'll be uh, eligible to win one of those amazing giveaway prizes. So do that. Don't miss out. Don't delay. And let us know if you have any questions too. Feel free to reach out to Bethany or myself um, at any time and just ask away. You can find Bethany at Bethany at eatblogtalk.com and me at Megan at eatblogtalk.com. 
So with all of that said, you can find show notes at eblogtalk.com forward slash membership show notes. So go there if you have any questions and thank you for listening. I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk. Thank you